This episode of Let's Meet is made possible by Boomtown Biscuits and Whiskey, a contemporary take on a classic American frontier food, and mmm, it's delicious. Stake your claim at 1201 Broadway in beautiful Cincinnati, Ohio. Phone number 513-381-2666. Website boomtownbiscuitsandwhiskey.com. Hello. Yeah. Let's meet. Welcome. Hi. Nice to meet you. Let's meet. Nice Hi. to meet Hello. you. Hey. Let's Howdy. meet. Hey, bro. Hi. Hello. On the 65th episode of Let's Meet Part Let's 2 of 3, nice we talk way too much nice about Gallagher. Let's meet. Michael has a weird, deep dream. Let's meet. And Michael apparently met Madonna at Motor Pub. If you put together a show, if you were to, to put together a show right now, who would you want on it? Dream show? Yes, sir. Okay. Oh, alive or give dead. us. Well, give us this alive way. or dead. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, no. no, no, no. Let's do. Let's do a separate one. Let's do oh, alive okay. right now, and then dream and then only all dead? time, <laughs> and then only dead. Do I get to do host, middle, headliner? Sure, sure. Okay. And Gallagher one, one, Gallagher two. Okay. Gallagher returns. They're all dead ones, right? Yeah. They're, they're, they're all alive. <laughs> Gallagher opens for Dunham, who opens for Carrot Top. Best night of comedy that's ever had. And it's um, the last of this. Yeah. The <laughs> whole burn down the house burns down. Um, yes. If I had to, depends on the setting, but if I'm, I'm imagining I'm booking Go Bananas Comedy Club in Cincinnati, Ohio, uh, 8410 Marketplace Line. Never heard if of it. I'm, if I'm booking <laughs> that, for uh, opener, a middle, and a headliner, I want to see. It's hard. Three spots. I want to see. I definitely want to see Sean Patton, who was there last week. Yeah. I don't know when this comes out, but but he would. He's six months from now. Really? <laughs> no, that was. He, he, uh, he was. He was ama- He's amazing. He's absolutely fantastic. He's one of my favorite comics ever. I'd want to see a tell. Yeah. I'd want to see Chappelle. Oh, I know. I love over. Tony Woods though. I love Robert Hawkins. Oh, man. I don't know. Okay, yeah. Sean Patton, Dave Attell. And yeah, Carrot Top Headlines. Yeah. <laughs> sounds good. No, no. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounded good for a minute. Patton, Attell. I, I, I think I'd say Chappelle. I'd yeah. want to see him live really bad. Yeah. That's, like, that's a crazy show. Yeah, that is kind of that Sean would Patton be. host would be insane. Did you Did you watch the uh, Bumping Mics on yeah. Netflix? Yeah, because I love Dave, Dave Attell. Attell. Yeah, and, uh, I think he's the best. I can't remember the other guy. Off the Jeff Ross. Head. Jeff mm. Ross. Yeah. I love Jeff Ross. Yeah. They that just seem to have a lot of fun. I didn't realize how um, how much of an old Jewish grandmother that David Tell actually <laughs> is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Tell rules, dude. That guy's, like, <laughs> that guy's like a legend. I used to love watching him on Comedy Central. Oh, but Dead or Alive, out. never mind. I, I don't want Chappelle to headline it. All right. I want, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, don't apologize. I'm bumping Sean Patton. I love him, but I'm bumping him. Get out of here, Sean. It's a tell host, Chappelle Middle, oh. Patrice O'Neill headline. That's what I want to see. All right. Yeah. I'm into that. I yeah, want to yeah, see yeah. Patrice go. Yeah, I yeah, never. Yeah. I mean, he's dead, so I'll never get to see him. Yeah. And I wasn't doing comedy when he was like coming around. Mm-hmm. And it's like, damn, dude. I would. I would love. I would love to see Patrice. He's like my favorite stand-up comedian. I think. Yeah. He's nice. amazing. Right on. I miss that guy. Yeah. He was. He was super good. Didn't know. I'm sure he would have been mean to me, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> He's a great kisser. Yeah. I knew that. Yeah, that's yeah. the one thing I miss more than anything else. Oh, you met him? He kissed me on my neck a couple times. Really? In my dreams. Mm. That's a weird deep dream, man. You're welcome. <laughs> I feel good about it. I like it. That's why my mom died. She couldn't take it anymore. I told her about that dream. What? She offed herself. <laughs> 
Damn. <laughs> Dark again. Yep. What's it say about your mom? <laughs> oh, it says says everything. Yeah. Yeah. It pretty much summarizes your mother. Good choices, I think. <laughs> yeah. I don't blame her. I'm going to cut some of this out. Because <laughs> it's getting weird. No! No, it's okay. It's good. So what, what made you get into comedy? Like, what was the... Um, I think I was. I think Thing. I just was like a. Uh, I was a bartender. Mm-hmm. I've always been um, a bartender. I've always been a bartender since, since I was like born. Five. Mm, yeah, okay. I was born in a Budweiser bottle, and then I took my final form. <laughs> I was. Um, I was. Most um, of us were born from a Budweiser bottle. <laughs> I was born into sure. one. My mom's accurate. Standing birth. I was a bartender, and there was this guy. I was always like, I'd always like make my my customers like my regulars. Laugh, I'd be like dicking around with them because uh, I worked the Sunday shift and it was dead. Yeah, so I'd have like a guaranteed 15 people in there that came like every Sunday. We were supposed to have sports on the TVs every time, and I'd put on like Die Hard and and you know, like whatever was on TV. And mm-hmm. then we'd use the off stage mic, we had a wireless, and we would like commentate it. Yeah, and it nice. was fun, like people would just kind of. Found it, but it never turned into a thing. But it got me tipped well, and it was whatever. And there was always this dude there. He doesn't do comedy anymore. He was always there at the end of the bar. He'd only order food and one beer, and then I'd serve him or whatever. And he he was always writing. And I was like, dude, what are you writing? He was like, oh, I'm, I'm writing jokes. I do stand-up comedy around. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's sick. And he's like, dude, you should actually do stand-up. And I was like, yeah, okay. And then I walked <laughs> away from him and continued having With fun. these chicken fingers? Yeah. No. And <laughs> no thanks. And that was, and and then I like got it in my head, and I went to one open mic, and I told a five minute long run on sentence, and I was like, "Dad, I'm just a funny bartender." So I didn't do it for like another couple months, and then I did it with a couple guys I had met, a, you know, four more times in the next three months, and then I didn't do it for like a year and a half. Yeah, and it was just over. I didn't. I was like, "Nah, I got a girlfriend." I'm, I'll, I'll shovel snow at Finley Market until I'm old or whatever. You know, like, I was just like, I'm just a funny, like, per- person yeah, yeah. in conversation. I'm not funny on stage. And then I went to a show that uh, the super funny comic, his name is John Hayes. He was running. He's in Flesh Mother. Yeah. He's, he's awesome. Yeah, he's, yeah, like, yeah. one he of my fun. favorite dudes. He asked me just to come to the show. And it was like a Home for the Holiday show, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I went down there, and he was like, hey, you're going up. And three, like three comics. And I was like, what? No, I'm not. He was like, yeah, dude, you're funny. You need to do stand-up. And mm-hmm. then, like, since then, I just haven't stopped. I, I went up and did that show, and then I was like, oh, okay. I I, I actually got a, some laughs, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Then I didn't do bananas for, like, five, six months after I started. The guy booking at the time was like, hey, you want to go up tonight? And I, I learned from somebody else you should never... Say no if somebody's going to give you a spot. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'll go up. And I went up and I had to go after Blake Hammond, who was so fucking funny. And he was doing like a bit where he was a werewolf hunter that turned into a werewolf and they threw a werewolf mask on stage. It killed. And then I was going up for my first time after that. Yeah. And I was like. But the room's good. The room was fucking hot. Yeah. I didn't know what to do with hot room. So, like, the booker guy, who's my friend, his name's Cam, he's since moved, but he came up to me, he, like, pulled me aside, he's like, hey, don't start right away, just let him sit for a second, tell him to give it up for him, mm-hmm. and go into your jokes, because then they'll be listening, because, like, you look like you're like, give it up for Blake, and and so I went up and I did exactly that, I just was, you know, quiet, quiet, I moved the mic out of the way, I give it up for Blake Hammond, and whatever weird shit that was, and that kind of got a laugh. 
Uh-huh. And then I had a good set for my first time. But I had been doing it for a couple, like six months, not at Bananas. And you yeah. find out that like when you're doing shit at comedy clubs, oh, wait, this is an audience that wants to see stand-up comedy. So it's way more fun. Yeah. Then doing it in a bar where people are like, can I have two shots of fire? And you're up there like, so anyway, my dad is like, you know. Right. I mean, he gives a shit. Yeah. A long time ago, I played a couple of writer's nights at Motor Pub. Mm-hmm. I play music. We play music together Oh, that's now. the battlegrounds. Oh, dude. man. But it's the, my favorite. The comics there, I remember sitting there waiting to, to have my name called and, and going through some of those comics. I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I can't imagine because I feel like I don't want to. I'm not going to compare myself to you, but yeah. I feel like I am a situationally funny person. Yeah, and so I've thought a lot about like what if I tried to throw my hat into a a real like stand up ring? Like how would I do it? And I feel the same way. Yeah, but I've even been even more like no, it doesn't make sense. I'm 39. Uh, what what do I have to? Do I have time to try to write this stuff out? Right, you do. I mean, the real answer is you do. But yeah. also, it's you. You gotta if you're compartmentalizing it. Like, do I have time? And when it, it, it unless you really want to do it, you'll just go do it. Yeah, because that's the hardest part. The literally the hardest part is grabbing a microphone and being like, "Hello," and starting. That's the hardest part. Is yeah, walking up on stage. Well, part I've of seen it too. people just like physically. Yeah, like I was in Oklahoma this week, this last week, and I, it, it, I've never done shows like that. The first show was the Wednesday night. They're like open mic night, mm-hmm. but there was only eight comics. Like you go to Go Bananas open mic night, it's like fucking nineteen people. Yeah, sixteen, twelve, you know, and there was eight people. And the owner comes up to me, never met him or anything, and they were like, "Here's our announcements. You do that between." The middle and the headliner. Mm-hmm. So re- read these announcements. It's like this fucking long sheet. And I put it in my pocket. And she's like, and uh, you're going to go up, just welcome everybody to the open mic and bring the first person up. Don't do any time. And I was like, okay, I'm just the host. And then she goes, after the last guy, you go up, then do your time. Then you bring up the feature for the weekend. He's doing a shorter set. The headliner's doing a shorter set. Yeah. And I'd never done a show like that. So I like brought up all these guys I've never met before. Tried to be professional. Hey, give it up for, you know, I'm reading their names off a fucking piece of paper. I don't know how to say your last name. Ron Ron Yeah, exactly. Baloney. I'm doing it to those guys. I'm like, give it up for fucking Terry Nimoy. And they're like, it's it, my name's It's Tim. Leonard. Yeah, my name's yeah. Tim Johnson. Yeah. I'm like, whatever. Okay, so they get up. Who wrote this? I was like, have better handwriting. But like, <laughs> And then I had to go up and I did my set and it was so fun. Yeah. And it was like, then we did Valentine's Day. But I'd never done a show like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Motor Writer's Night is like that, too. It's like the Wild West. Like, you go up, and it's a bar filled with people. 93% of the time, no one is listening to a word you're saying. Yes. So to garner attention, a lot of people will go up and just start screaming. I always like go up, and I like it when it's ruckus like that. Because mm-hmm. if I get a couple people listening, then everybody will kind of start listening. Yeah. And then it's a little thing. And they never give you a light. So I'm like, oh, I got five minutes to get the room to listen? Okay. It's it, it's just like a learning experience with anything. Mm-hmm. I love Motor Writers Night. It's Because it sucks. It's, <laughs> it sucks. For comedy, it sucks. Yeah. So they do comedy and music and, at the same time? Dude, I've gone up after a, a dancing lady rhyme. that did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can do whatever. I saw a lady. Puppets. Go, uh, no, I'm probably. I mean, I'm sure somebody has. No, it's lady not. came up and did uh, spoken word and was like fucking crying. She was like, "That's why you can't have my soul or whatever." And there was no. And one like listening. girls in the audience, are, 
doing the snap, and they're fucking crying and shit, and they're like, next up, Rand Barton. And I go, what's up with pussy? Like, I don't know. What do you want me to do? Yeah, it's like, okay, I'd go up, and I'm like, I'm not going to address that she was crying or no, you say something. anything you go, shitty. Special thanks to yeah. uh, crying lady. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah. Yeah. I, I think I went up and I'd be like, God damn, my opener's a bummer, huh? <laughs> and just like a couple people were like, ha, ha, ha. But like, most of those girls were like, you fucker. Like, yeah. they were mad at me. And I was like, well, whatever, this, this next ten minutes is going to suck. Yeah. Yeah. My most memorable night there was a girl got up and said, This is an original song and she no accompaniment. This is an original song. Singing Alanis Morissette? It, no, it, even better. It was Like a Prayer by Madonna. Oh yeah. And <laughs> was she in joking? Which, no, because she put in like her own like <clears throat> half verses occasionally. Yeah. But the tune and the chorus were all like a prayer. Really? And it was like, is this real? What's happening? And she was not comedic at all like she was serious and it was it could upsetting have been, it could have been the best comedy it could have been you never know i mean i still don't some know some weird satire thing yeah, yeah, that, yeah i still that i'm you not just, sure that went way above yes <laughs> yes that's for sure yeah i didn't get it but yeah that's it that a tomato a, at her <laughs> i wish if i'd gotten one i only ordered a Burger, 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 whole tomato. <laughs> they're like, hold the Nothing's, tomato, and you're like, no, nah, burger, uncut tomato, yes, please. Yes. And they're like, oh, okay. okay. You just break, they bring it out on a bun. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah, this is for later. That would actually be the worst thing that's ever happened to a comedian. What if you sat and just tomato? someone was rubbing a tomato somebody in the front row? Legit right, threw a tomato. Oh, uh, somebody's rubbing the tomato, looking at me. I, I, I get that tomato. Somehow I get it. it. Comedian destroys Heckler with tomato. (laughs) Somehow I get it. Film at 11. All right. When you're doing a a hosting gig like you were in Oklahoma City, how much time do you get? Do you get five? Do you get eight? Fifteen. Fifteen. And then the the main guy? The headliner does 45 to an hour, whatever he wants to do. Okay. Yeah, 45 is kind of on the low end. Most most headliners do 55 to an hour. I mean, two weeks ago at the club, Tony Woods did 90 minutes by himself. Wow. Yeah. Long time. With, a, with a host and a middle, and oh, he wow. was killing. I mean, he killed. Yeah. He straight paint killed for 90 minutes, though. That's awesome. I was like, dude, that's a professional right there. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a full hour? Uh-uh. I've done 55 before, but it was... Mass riff. It was mass fucking. I was gonna ask. It was out on the street, and it was in Dayton, Ohio, and it was out on the street in front of this really funny comic guy in Dayton named Aaron Phillips. He runs a vintage clothing and records, and and like he has a vintage shop. Yeah, and he used to throw comedy shows in the store, like in the window box. But Mm -hmm. he started doing it on the street to see how many people he could get to sit out on the little benches and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's in the Oregon district of Dayton. He asked me to close one out. Mm -hmm. He was like, it's right by Wiley's Comedy Club. Okay. Yeah, it's like like their trendy, cool vintage shops. They're they're like a... Dope bars and record stores. There's a lot of stuff happening up there. Wiley's is a a stop for comedy too, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're like on the map. I hear a lot of comedians talk about swinging through Dayton. Yeah. But it's usually like they're kind of making fun of it a little bit, but they're also like, they know, you know. (laughs) They'll do do Wiley's or Dayton Funny Bone is the other place that most comics will go that are talking about touring or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, so he throws this outdoor show. It's the first one. He's like, I want you to headline it. And I'm like, cool, can I bring somebody? And I brought up 
the spaghetti man, Andrew Rudick, I brought him up. And then we go up there, and there's so many people walking around. I was watching the comics that were going before us, and they were kind of being like, anybody that was walking down the street and not sitting down, the comics were kind of like berating them. You yeah. Know? They're kind of like, oh, you're too good to hear these jokes, you know? And you're like, what are you doing? Right. Yeah. So, like, I went up, and he wanted me to do 25. At that point, it probably wasn't even that strong of a 25. It was like a year, a year ago or something. But, like, whatever. So, I go up. Uh, Rudick goes up, and I was like, hey, man, be nice to people walking by. They'll listen to you if you just give them a compliment or something. Yeah. And Rudick did it a couple times, and he got some people to sit down and stuff that were, like, listening to him. And Rudick's having a great set. And then I went up, and every single person that was, like, walking, I I was just saying compliments to them. Mm -hmm. But not, like, in a stupid way. Like, almost, like, an attacking Oh, attack compliment! Yeah, an attack comp. Like people would, people. No, I was doing like a straight M, like master of ceremonies type shit. I would be like, people would drive by with like motorcycles or big delivery trucks, and I'd be like, "Come on, baby!" Like try to get them to honk the horn. Yeah, and they'd be like, so then people were like, would like cheer, and it was stupid. It was stupid. It was like I would get the motorcycle guys to rev up, and they'd be like, we'd be like, yeah, and everybody would cheer, like because they were. So, yeah, I was just involving everything. And people were walking by and be like, what are you, the cutest person in Dayton? Get out of here! And they'd end up, like, sitting down or whatever, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then I'd do a couple jokes and then, like, you know, somebody else would walk. So I ended up doing, like, Phillips was, like, breaking down. I was like, I was like, yeah, just keep breaking it down, for real. I'll just stop when you're done. Yeah. And when then he no literally pulled the rug out from under me. Uh, and I was like, all right, that's, you know, I'm done. That's, that's enough it. out of me. Yeah, and no, it was, it was great. People were like, that was so fun. And he's done a couple more. I haven't been... Back on that show, though, I need to talk to him. But yeah, that's one time I did a super long set where I was like, dude, I'm, I've been out here. It's dark. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we There's started. No lights. It was, no the su- it was the summertime. Yeah. And we're just standing in front of a window. Rudick took a picture of it. There was like 40 or 50 people sitting out on the street watching me. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a couple hundred people that I had interacted with. So it was like it was it was fun. It was like really fun. Like the whole street was. Yeah. I I felt like a comedian that show. I was like, oh, I'm actually like this is, doing comedy. This is happening. Yeah. yeah, I'm not just like being like so da 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 da, da, da punchline. Right. And then a da 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 da. Airports, but, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and just talking to a microphone for five people, instead it was like just a whole big dick around thing. Yeah. Uh, that show was super fun. Yeah. I, so yes, I've done. An hour almost. <laughs> accidentally. <laughs> yeah, I accidentally did an hour. So the, the jokes that you write, is it more fun when you see those connect and get people to laugh? Or is it the kind of happy accidents when you go Yeah, which one are you more proud of? I, I, good question, yeah. I think. I like, I like Good question, I think, Tim. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn, Maybe. dude. It, it really no, those, 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 are, those were two separate thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Good question. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, good. I yeah. was like, man, you guys then, are going to fight here. And then it could have here. a terrible answer. Yeah. No, here comes the terrible answer. No! See, Listen, guys? Right after I said it, I regretted it. I hate both of these things. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> um, what do you mean the audience liked it? Uh, mm. I, I get the most... Well, when you do a joke a few times, when you do a joke for the first time and it works that you've written, mm-hmm. there's like no better feeling because you're That's like, big. oh, great, I got, I got that now. Like yeah. I can do this joke in my in my little act that I'm starting to set up. I can do this joke, and then that you know what I mean. Like that's a great feeling. But also when you're riffing and you're just dicking around, and you say something and people like horse laugh. Yeah, yeah. 
that's the coolest. That is one of the coolest pe- things because you're like, oh, I'm really fucking going oh, now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, now we now I can do jokes. Right. And it's going to be even better because like some shows you'll do, you'll riff, and that's all people want. Yeah. Like I'll go up and try to riff and talk a little bit. And and try to say something funny about some but what I'm wearing or something about the lights or whatever you know whatever it is or dogs in a bar you make it say a thing about a dog and if it gets like a big laugh and then you do like one joke to, for like a tester mm-hmm. and it gets a laugh but it's like not, not the big. same mm-hmm. I, I'll be like fuck it I'm riffing the whole time yeah let's go so it's fucking ten minutes let's that's kind of like the the difference between I can be funny and I am funny mm-hmm. yeah I, I think see man they both. <laughs> <laughs> they both feel super good. They both feel good because knowing that you wrote something farting in your bed, and you're like, <laughs> this, is, this, "This is pretty funny." This is good. And then you go to an open mic, and you're like, blah, 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 and say it, and people are like, "What? That sucks." But when yeah. you write it, and they're like, "Oh, that's awesome. That's a great joke," and yeah. you're like, "Fuck yeah!" There, there we go. Do you that ever feels get, great? Do you ever do the joke once, get no response, and then do it again? Yeah. Or is it different? Just dead. Yeah. Oh, some shit's dead. <laughs> you just like never, some never shit, do that one again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'm like, that's too. I dude, that just happened. I was trying to write a joke about walruses. Yeah, because walruses I smoked weed and watched Planet Earth, <laughs> yeah. and I drank one glass of wine, and I was like, look at these dumbass animals. You know what I mean? And I tried. To I do like where it's joke. going. Well, yeah, it's got a very all small the tags audience. Suck. Yeah, I, I hate walruses. So exactly, you're in my in my house right now. Michael's more of a seal person, so it, walruses. Well, I are just not thought in the, monkey sphere. the only thing that ever got a laugh is I was like, it just one of the. It's a big. They're sitting out there stinking up that ice cube. That's like all I said, <laughs> and that's the only thing they got a laugh. The only. I try to call them a flab gaggle, you know, like there's like a squad of squid, there's like a flock of geese, and they're a flab gaggle. <laughs> and nothing ever worked. Then I tried an angle where the Vikings would like fuck them, and like what kind of person, I'm going out there. There's that a lot of Ice cube with all those hot ass grandmas with big teeth. And it's like the joke never worked. It just never worked. People are like, we don't give a shit about, it's not working right now, I'm bombing on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> because of my stupid ass walrus joke, and all I want is that joke. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna bring it back. All I want, yeah. all I want is that joke. I, I just want that joke to work. I like it. I'm into it. You got a fan here again. I hate walruses. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote, I wrote a joke at OKC about those air fresheners that you know the battery operated air fresheners and the, oh, the one that's a little out of the bathroom. Ones. Yeah, and so when you walk in, it goes, it goes. Sounds like a cat sneeze or something. You're like, that's cool, but no. Well, that's I'm wet. actually that's actually how I sneeze. I like when they're low on batteries because it sounds like a faraway grandma sneeze. It's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I do yeah. Know. and it worked. It worked at the Looney Bin. I'm realizing it probably won't work, but it's, it's fine. It, it, it worked somehow. It worked. It worked. I mean, well, I they it. have that. I don't know how I said it either. <laughs> I clean the problem. I clean bathrooms for money, so really, I hear that. I know that all the time. I feel that. I had. I had this is your audience right there. Here, I'll just get my phone out and we'll play it on my record off my recording. You, you got me. You're talking about (laughs) the in the the guts of a bathroom and the hatred of walruses. I have too much. I have too much. Too much bathroom humor. I have too much walrus humor. Bathroom humor. Okay. (laughs) I have a lot of bits about. Do you have a lot of combining the two? I got a bathroom chunk. Walrus bathroom. I wish. Humor. I wish. No. I think this is the angle you're missing. Yeah, in that that's going to tie the walrus together. into yeah. the bathroom. Yeah. yeah. 
Sounds like a damn walrus call when it's low on batteries. Because <laughs> nobody knows what a walrus call yeah, is. And again, this would work maybe in Alaska, maybe yes. closer to. The I don't think we need to workshop this walrus joke. That'll never work. Honestly, I think that's all it's gonna, we should do. Listen, we should just workshop. No one's listening to this, so you can do whatever you want. Oh yeah, nobody listens to this podcast. No, no not one person. Damn, that's cool. Yeah. This is just for us and our egos. Oh, weird. <laughs> This is it. Nah, as soon as you leave, we listen to it once, then we delete it. It's an we excuse for us to hang out. out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have friends. Our wives won't let us. Uh, so <laughs> this is what we do. Damn, that's cool, man. Yeah, that's a, that's just a that's a cardboard computer. It's not real. So I was wondering why the lights didn't work. <laughs> Yes. Why the you lights Christmas on. lights for keys. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Let's Meet podcast. On the next episode of Let's Meet, Rand tales the tale of the Friday Late Show. You don't want to miss it. For more information, please visit our website at letsmeetpodcast.com and please subscribe. Nice to meet you. Let's meet. Hello. Let's meet. Hey, what you doing? Hey, hello. <laughs>